elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Very pleased to have joining us on the program today, Ryan Vogel is an associate professor and the founding director of the Center for National Security Studies at Utah Valley University. And uh, Ryan, we appreciate you joining us on a very busy day when it comes to uh, national security issues. And we really wanted to tap into you as it relates to Vladimir Putin's speech today, where he announced that uh, they would withdraw their participation in the nuclear arms treaty. Give us first just a little history of that for those who may not be familiar with START. Um, and then what's kind of the lay of the land? What does that really mean for us? Sure. Yeah, the, the New START Treaty is really the last in the formal treaty arrangements arrangement between the United States and Russia that deal with arms control. Um, so this has a, a long history. There was the SALT treaties and the, the START Treaty. Um, the New START Treaty was signed in 2010 uh, by the United States and the Russian Federation. It limits the uh, nuclear warhead for both parties at 1,550 long-range nuclear warheads allows inspectors from both countries to inspect nuclear uh, weapon sites. Um, and so it really is that kind of continuation of tr- uh, tradition between these two countries on limiting the amount of nuclear weapons, limiting the testing of nuclear weapons, and allowing for inspections between the two countries. Yeah, and so as you, as you look at what that uh, means practically rolling forward, uh, some people are saying, well, this is more Vladimir Putin uh, just pure rhetoric. Uh, but what are the reverberations out there in the national security uh, space and some of the people that you talk to? Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Um, it is a continuation, too, of this downward trajectory in the relationship between the United States and Russia. And, and you're right, this could just be another case of Putin rhetoric. Certainly that's been, you know, um, rampant over the past uh, few years in particular, but even over the past 20, there's been this resurgence of uh, kind of re- Russian recalcitrance in the international community. Um, but it al- also is a, a bit scary, uh, you know, when, when Russia's actually talking about using nuclear weapons in Ukraine, um, signaling that, you know, that, that they feel that this is an existential question for them and that, of course, you know, uh, nuclear weapons, especially, tac- especially tactical nuclear weapons, are on the table. Um, this, this comes at a time where there's ongoing military operations going on, um, a very defensive Russia, and a you know Putin that seems more uh, used to kind of getting what he wants and and willing to do things that he has not been um, in the mood to do late in, in prior years. So it, it comes in a space where there's a lot more question marks and a lot more risk than before. Yeah, one of the questions I've been dying to ask you in the in the aftermath of, of these speeches today, both President uh, Biden's speech and President Putin's speech, uh, but in President Putin's speech in particular, uh, curious, just from your experience uh, in the Pentagon and, again, the circles that you run in, uh, how do you think this is playing with the Russian people? Uh, it seems to me that uh, a lot of them are, are just trying to keep their head down, uh, those that uh, are really frustrated uh, and maybe even – uh, very worried that this is now a real threat to their lives. Uh, most are only protesting to the point that, you know, prevents them from going to jail or off to a, an education camp. Uh, but how do you think this is playing internally that Vladimir Putin has ratcheted up the nuclear threat uh, with the Russian people? Yeah, well, the the Ukraine war has been a complete and utter disaster for Russia. Um, Putin knows it. Uh, you know, he, the, the country knows it. Um, and so I think he's trying to signal strength 
to a Russian public that knows that that they're failing, um, that the war has been a disaster for them. And they felt it. You know, the Russian people have felt the weight of the sanctions. They felt the weight of, you know, the international community really pushing hard against Russia and it and it really showing up in in all aspects of their lives. So I think Putin doing this is, uh, again, kind of showing strength to the people. But I, I don't know that it's going to work in shoring up support at home. You know, there's been a really robust propaganda effort in the Russian Federation to, you know, show that this is a, a necessary war and to show that Putin is wisely conducting the case of the war. But the Russian people know that it, at least they have the capacity to know that it's not going the way that it was supposed to go. Showing that they might use nuclear weapons is certainly a shift, but I think it's a shift in in Putin's mind in, in showing you know resolve and showing real like national strength and and again kind of that equality with the United States that they so desperately want. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than eighty thousand Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Yeah. Uh, as you as you look at things moving forward, what are you what are you looking for on the kind of the strategy front from a from a national security standpoint? What are the things that you're going to be watching? both in terms of what happens here in the U.S., but other things that might happen inside of Russia that might give us some indication uh, of where things really do go next? Well, so I think everybody's going to be watching to see if the actions match the rhetoric. Um, and so far, they have not. So Russia has talked a lot about using nuclear weapons, this latest development of suspending a treaty, which is not the same as withdrawing from it, but it is a, an important move. Mm. Uh, but we're going to be watching to see, you know, do does Russia move its nuclear assets in a way that shows aggression, shows willingness to use or intent to use. Um, we're going to be paying real close attention to that. On the U.S. side, I think what, what we're going to be looking for is, um, you know, efforts to sort of slow this down, efforts to uh, ratchet this back a bit. You know, this is back to kind of that Cold War mentality where we want to be very careful that we don't misplay the dangerous game here. Um, we, we want to not overreact to things we do want to suggest and demonstrate that things are unacceptable and things that are not helpful or productive, but we don't want to, you know, kind of play the game that Putin is playing and, and uh, go tit for tat and, um, and ratchet up a, a situation that's already very tense and, um, and could go really badly if it's played the wrong way. So I think, you know, U.S. diplomats are going to try to shore up support. Um, you know, the West has to be united here. NATO has to be united here. But we don't want to overplay things in favor of Putin's kind of recklessness and and uh, and chaos that he's trying to create in his situation to his benefit. Yeah, not misplaying that dangerous game uh, is uh, is the uh, element of the day. And then just real uh, real quickly, Ryan, just final minute. Um, let's add the China component in here uh, in terms of what they're sort of alluding that they might be willing to do. Uh, again, national security standpoint, what does that mean and what are you watching for on the China front as it relates to Russia, Ukraine? We're just hoping to keep China out of this. You know, we've got our own issues with China, you know, this balloon incident and some of the other things that have happened over the past few years have created some tensions with China. We want to keep China out of 
the Russia conflict. And frankly, I don't think China wants in mm. um, on the Ukraine conflict. There's, there's no real benefit to China um, in intervening in a war that's already going the wrong direction. So I, I think it's, it won't be very difficult to keep them from really participating in it, whether they show more support for Russia, either in rhetoric or in support. That's another thing. But, you know, that that's our primary objective with China in this conflict. It's just to keep them out of it. All right. Great insight as always. Ryan Vogel, associate professor and the founding director of the Center for National Security Studies at Utah Valley University. Ryan, always appreciate your perspective. Thanks for weighing in today. Glad to be here. Really important things to keep in mind there that it is a suspension, not a withdrawal from that START treaty. That's that's important language. It's very nuanced, but I think it's an important thing because it gives Vladimir Putin some rhetorical wiggle room where maybe this is just more saber rattling from Vladimir Putin than a real threat in terms of using tactical nuclear weapons in particular. So we'll continue to keep our eye on that part of the equation. And again, appreciate Ryan Vogel from Utah Valley University helping us dissect some of that. A lot of folks had kind of forgotten about some of the treaties and really the START treaty is kind of the last of the last of the nuclear treaties and an important one for everyone, not just for the Ukrainians. That is a global threat uh, and a very reckless rhetorical move from Vladimir Putin in his speech today. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for some bottom of the hour news. Coming up, we're going to take a deeper look at the China component to all of this, China's relationship with Russia and how the U.S. can counter some of the challenge, challenges posed by China as it relates to Russia and Ukraine. Stay with us. More to come on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.